Hello, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Cape Time. And we are here to discuss the recent DC Fandom event. And I had a lot of fun overall, man. I mean, we were just talking about it and um, we got some pretty cool content, specifically in the form of the Batman trailer, which is what everybody was waiting for. But um, there's a couple other things we're definitely going to talk about because um, we got a little tease from black adam the flash um you know pretty cool stuff um how you doing tom the hierarchy (laughs) of the dc universe is about to change i gotta say i am so happy for the rock he is because he's wanted this forever and i'm I'm honestly working on that he has been working on that for he's been cast as Black Adam since before the first Iron Man came out. It's fucking insane, honestly. Yeah, I mean, like, funny enough, if, like, Christopher Nolan wanted to, like, do a connected universe, Black Adam could have been part of uh, the uh, Christopher Nolan Batman universe and, like, that, that version of the DC universe. And and it's it's pretty wild. Uh, it's been what I think he was cast in 2007, so it's got to be I think 14 years now. So uh, congratulations, they finished filming the movie. So you know now now we just wait. Honestly, they're doing post production, and uh, yeah, uh, good cast as well. I uh, can't go wrong with the little Pierce Brosnan. So. I'm excited for the movie, and, you know, I'm a big fan of the first Shazam movie, and uh, it definitely seems like they're going to connect those at some point and do a crossover. Yeah, of course, yeah. So, I mean, yeah. Like, the, the cast looks really fun, honestly. I like the group of characters they got going on. Like you said, Pierce Bronson as um, Dr. Fate is top-tier casting. I mean, that's yeah. fucking awesome, and um, I'm, I'm just excited because this is a film that is going to be very serious in tone i think overall like this is going to be a very serious movie that's going to be diving deep into this mythology and creating this really this unique and ancient looking world in a lot of ways just what we've seen based on what we've seen from the um little the artwork we've seen from last year and this year so um i'm I'm really excited for that movie honestly i think it's going to be really sick and i'm excited to see what the rock can do because my friend was talking about this too and i didn't even think about this the rock is like such a likable actor and such a likable person and he's playing and he has to play a villain in this movie like he's he's going to be in a villain role which is going to be very interesting because he's so the opposite of a villain <laughs> hmm it, it's kind of it's complicated obviously the movie's about him so there has to be some redeeming factors. well i mean he's obviously he's the protagonist of this story but he's not yeah. going to be like a good guy, obviously. Yeah. He, yeah. So there's a gray area there. Yeah, yeah. It's like half, half anti-hero that's probably going to eventually obviously diverge into just straight up villain by the time we get to Shazam, I would assume. Mm. Yeah, I think that would be a really fun ending for the movie would be to have him go towards villainy instead of heroism. Well, I, I think that's kind of what you, you got to do because yeah, like, how, how else would it work? Yeah, because, I mean, the traditional kind of way they do anti-hero stories these days is, like, he, he goes towards hero, heroism, the, the, the protagonist, and it's like, 
Yeah. Uh, obviously, like, Batman should do that. Obviously, Deadpool does that. But it would be pretty hilarious if we get a get a movie where it's, like, the complete complete opposite, where it's, like, nah, nah, I'm going down this dark path instead. And it's, like, yeah, that's something new. I don't think... I haven't seen that in, in a movie, I don't think. No, no, that would be definitely... In a comic book movie, I oh, should say. That would be out there for a comic book movie, man. That would be really unique and fun. And, um, and you know, the, the teaser, you can see the brutality, man. I mean, he just disintegrates the soldier he picks up. His skull just rolls across the freaking ground and disintegrates. It's like, holy shit. Like, this, this movie's going to be dark, and it shows you just how powerful he is. Like, this is going to be an unstoppable force and I am he's gonna fucking rip Zachary Levi's head off let's just be honest about it yeah and you know hopefully one day they can get Henry Cavill back and do a Black Adam versus Superman kind of thing but I, I hope so man I mean DC is so up and down for me they really yeah, are they really gotta get certain things figured out man it's uh, I, I understand that they're trying to build up this new universe and moving on from the Snyderverse to an extent, but like, mm-hmm. you you can't just move on from every character outside of like a couple like Wonder Woman and Aquaman. Like, you can't just ignore and Flash, Cavill especially. Yeah, and the Flash. But you can't ignore Henry Cavill. That's literally the Superman. Yeah, they. That's that's fucking Superman. I'm glad that in Shazam they showed that it's clearly, you know, Cavill, Superman, and all that, even though they, they couldn't show his face because they had scheduling issues, I think it was. Uh, yeah, I believe it was. So, like, Henry wants to play Superman, you know, and you gave you gave Ezra Miller a second chance, and you, you, Momo was still doing his thing, and Gal Gadot was still yeah. doing her thing. I don't understand... Like, if you can fit it into Henry's schedule, you should be able to... You should do it. You should do another Superman movie. You should yeah. try and make a... You don't. You could even, like, kind of soft reboot it if you want. And like, I fully... Like, I don't even think... But why soft reboot, though? Because you have Man of Steel already. Like, like continue off of that No, story. I mean, like, if you don't like... Like, if you're the head of Warner Brothers... And you don't want to do another dark kind of Superman movie. And you want to oh, do something. Yeah. Like, yeah. If you want to do a more traditional Superman movie. Uh, then, like, Henry is fully capable of doing that. And, in fact, that's kind of what he wanted to do. Honestly. Like, he he loves Zack, obviously. But... But, like, every Superman actor wants to do the traditional Superman thing, you know? So, yeah, I mean, that's what I would do. That would be one of the first things that I would do if I were, like, in charge of that. Be like, yeah, give give him a movie. Why not? No, I I totally agree with that. And he deserves it. He's worked really hard in this role. And after seeing him in Snyder Cut especially, I just really wanted more. I mean, I want to see... Because Man of Steel, I... I always tell people this. I always get shit. I wasn't a big fan of it, but I never disliked Henry at all. And especially after Snyder Cut, I I bought into him by the end of that movie. And, I, and I'm saying to myself, I would love to see more of him. I hope we do. And we're going to yeah, get that I'm, eventually, my, I hope. My problem with like Henry and like those movies is that he doesn't really do much. 
Well, Man of Steel, Man of Steel, he does a lot, but yeah, no, but like there, there's something like I don't like how certain like it's kind of weird. It's not him though. It's like no, no, whenever he has to do something that that's charming and 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 cool, he he's great. Uh, like like the scene in the when they're being interrogated and he goes, "It's not an S. My world means hope." You know, he he he, he checks all of the Superman boxes. He's very Superman esque, and he's a hell. He's, he's he's done great, great work outside of Superman. The Man from Uncle movie that I did, he was like the best part in that movie, and he he does a lot of cool work. He's doing good work with uh, the Witcher series. So like, yeah, uh, and like if you let him be uh, more. You know, it doesn't have to be Christopher Reeves Superman. Obviously, you can, you know, maybe like make him like uh, Superman the animated series Superman, where he's got a little, little bit of an edge to him, but you know, he's still very much, you know, big blue boy scout. Uh, yeah, just, yeah, yeah. That's, no, I that's think that'd I be want. great. That'd be great for the character. I've always liked the lighter tone in Superman. I'm open-minded to some of the darker stuff, of course. And in yeah, Man not Steel, everything has to be light. Yeah. Of course, and in Man of Steel, it was just primarily dark, which is fine, I suppose. It's just not, it's not for me personally, but I get why people like it. I like more of what we've had before, and obviously the Reeves version, 78. Um, I'm a big fan of Superman 1 and 2, um, and that's just the way I've always liked it. I like exploring Clark Kent more than Superman, honestly, because that's what makes Superman more compelling when you go deeper into who Clark is for me and go into his family life. But Man of Steel doesn't really do a ton of that, to me at least. It doesn't do enough for Clark. It does It does a lot more for Superman himself, but that's just my opinion. I mean... I don't want to dive too far into Man of Steel because otherwise it's going to become a Man of Steel review. <laughs> yeah, well, we'll we'll table this for another discussion. All we can yes. say is we want to see more from Henry. So, and I will say back, this. DC. Yeah, yeah. I want to segue here actually because this is a good time. Thank I you. would also like to see more of Ben Affleck, who's going to be in the Flash, and we did just get word he is going to wear the cowl in the movie and. I'm interested. I'm very interested to see what he does in this movie. Like, I'm very interested. As of now, though, I'm 95% sure he's going to die. Like, that's kind of where my head's at. He's either going to die, he's either going to get erased from existence, or he's either going to yeah. merge with Keaton in a way. Yeah I, I, yeah, I definitely think it's clear that they're setting up Keaton. I hate to say it, because originally I heard they weren't going to do, but now I'm starting to hear from a couple people they might, where Keaton really is going to be, like, worlds are probably going to merge, and he's going to be the Batman of the DCEU by default. And it's like, you know, like, I love Keaton, and I really enjoy him as an actor. I enjoy seeing him back as Batman, obviously, in The Flash. I think that's going to be freaking awesome. But with that said... I want my young Batman kicking ass in the form of Ben Affleck or fuck. I don't fucking care. Fine. I got Pattinson now too, but like, I want to see my Batman interact with the rest of the world in the justice league. And that's what Affleck was for. Yeah. I mean, it's obviously, it's going to be very interesting to see because, uh, 
if Ben wants to come back one day, like you could, you could figure it out. You could, you know, have flash fuck up time again or something. Uh, you, you get what I'm saying. So it's just that does Ben want to keep doing it? And it's like I don't think at this point he does. But maybe when they're building up like kind of a crisis event. Cause which I think they are, which they are doing, seemingly. Yeah. Like it seems like, like they're building towards something like that. Like you could bring him back. You could still have Keaton be the main guy <laughs> if you want. And My then, only like, thing is, man. Like I've heard a couple people say this, and it's so true. It depends when they get to it, obviously. But like as of now, the thought of Crisis feels so unearned. Like it really does. Oh yeah, you got like, wait a while. Like, like you're supposed to really establish. This universe, let alone before you explore yeah, other ones in the crisis, this universe. like this whole universe is in fucking free fall right now. Like, I mean, it, it's just I don't even know who's going to be part of it moving forward. And like, obviously, the Flash is going to play a part in clearing that up, I'm assuming. But like, you're going to need a decent amount of movies after the Flash to really build up an arc that I give a shit about. Because right now, I just I don't because a lot of these movies feel not interconnected anymore and like that's not a bad thing necessarily but if you're gonna do crisis on infinite earth or something along that line those lines you really need to you got to slowly start integrating this stuff back together a bit like that's just that's how i feel at least you you can't just keep it totally disconnected and then jump into crisis like that's just not how you do things yeah this is uh this is a universe where uh freaking we don't we currently don't know who batman is and like we don't know if superman's coming back i mean we have so. three different batman and we have fucking what there's a chance for like three supermen coming up over the next few years quite literally like i was telling my friend like he he's like he, he watches Marvel with me. He watches all the Marvel movies. He's like a light follower of DC, but not really much. And like I was watching the Flash teaser with my other friend who's more into DC, and and he was as a casual. It was interesting to see how he was reacting to the Flash teaser, and he was just like, the only thing he really saw was like a couple movies and the Snyder cut. And he was watching the Flash teaser. He's like, wait, who, that 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 Batman at the end isn't Ben Affleck? I'm like, no, 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 that's um. You know, no, he thought it was Robert Pattinson at first because I showed him the Batman the Batman trailer earlier. He's like, wait, that's not Pattinson? No, it's Michael Keaton. Wait, but don't we have Pattinson and Affleck already? Yeah, and Affleck's in this movie too, and we have Michael Keaton. He's like, wait, what? And like his head just started to hurt. Like he's just confused. And I'm like, casual fans are honestly going to be confused. And like that was just like a showing in my head of like, yeah, dude, this is a mess. Like only like real DC fans are going to know what's going on. If you go to casual... They're going to be so fucking confused. Yeah, I mean, nobody seems to have that problem with Spider-Man No Way Home, though. So, Well, like, the thing with No Way Home also is you've literally been setting up this multiverse arc for a while now. And beyond that, it's also a movie that's totally focused. You're not taking people out. Like, we literally just took... We might be taking Ben Affleck out, bringing in Michael Keaton... And then yeah, having Pattinson be in an Elseworlds, Elseworlds story, and we're potentially getting a fourth Batman semi-soon. No, we are getting a fourth Batman in, in the next couple years. So, like, there's a lot, dude. There's a lot. 
it's, it's I just hope like the movie's good. <laughs> of course, no. Like, look, I'm all for more content. Everyone knows that. I I always want more content, but have it be somewhat cohesive and make sense. And the, and I'm not a DC hater. I'm really not. I enjoy a lot of the DC movies. I love Shazam. I really like Aquaman. I love Joker. I love the Snyder cuts. I. I, at least I can get I can get through Man of Steel. That one's more of a preference thing, though. But like I, I even enjoy Batman v Superman, honestly. And a lot of people don't. Like I enjoy I a lot of the DC universe, honestly. But with that said, they got a lot to figure out, and I think the Flash is really going to be a make or break movie in terms of their universe and where it's heading. I like, that movie is going to really seal the deal one way or another because I'm excited for their current slate. Honestly, I am like. Having the Batman up next with Black Adam into Flash into Aquaman, I think that's that's a, that's a pretty killer slate for 2022 potentially. So I'm pumped for that. But please, DC, tell, show me you got your shit together, and I can really buy into it. I really could. Yeah, I mean, it, like after the Flash, we should never have to worry about. What counts and what doesn't. That's what I'm saying. Like, if if there's any confusion after the Flash, that's a problem. Then we got problems. Yeah, then we have. We already have a problem, but that makes it like a serious problem because that that was like, that was it. That was your movie to really try to fix things after years of confusion, and you just made it worse. Like, you you can't keep doing that. And I will say, just to speak on the teaser itself for the Flash, um, I really liked it. Honestly, I thought it looked really cool and. As a teaser, I honestly really do like that, but I I wish we could have saw Keaton, like actually saw Keaton's face, man, and the Batmobile. Oh, yeah, like I, I don't know why I, they didn't show it. I it wouldn't have been too much to show, honestly. Like it's not like no, we know he's in it. Yeah, like we know he's in it. Just let me see him and and show me the Batmobile for like for even just look for two seconds. I don't care. It's fine, but like just let me see because we're. Um, the one thing I am a little concerned about, it's the movie said in production, not coming out in whatever date that it's supposed to come out. It's not a teaser. So it's not like an official. No, no. Teaser I'm track. just saying, like, I hope that the movie is still on track to release when, yeah, whenever it was supposed to. I hope so. Next it's weird November. that they didn't put the, they put the release date for every other movie except that one. Yeah, it, it's, it's still good to go they just finished filming so and they've got you know a full year to do vfx so so they're good yeah and um just looking the suit honestly um i love the way the suit looks outside of maybe the cow if that's actually the way the cow looks I, i hope not but um the actual like texture the layers the lines going through the suit shining i love the way it looks i think it's sick i like the flash symbol i just don't know if that cow's actually what he's going to wear throughout the whole movie because it's not what the original concept art had for the flash suit and it just doesn't look good <laughs> like yeah. it's because like you have those little pads on the side of the face coming out too far it looks and it like makes, a baseball it looks awkward yeah like it's so it's, like, it's so weird it's just like it it looks like it doesn't even like correctly fit Ezra's head in a no. way as well like, it's like I don't know. It's really odd. I hope that either that's something he temporarily wears for some reason in the movie, or hopefully it's something they 
end up fixing in post-production somehow. I'm not sure how you would even do that, but I'm sure they could if they needed to, but I don't like that like at all. If I have to watch that all movie, I'm going to be so annoyed. Yeah, I mean, like, I don't see it as, like, a long-term helmet option. I just think it's, it may be Barry's trying different things out. But, and, yeah, like, that's, that's, yeah, that's, that's what I'm hoping it, it is. Now. That that's exactly where where my head's at in terms of what I hope it is, yeah. Because yeah, so I do expect that to be fixed, and you know that's it, it's gonna be funny to look at. But like, it, it, we're we're getting close to pretty much identical to the comic book suit. Like, it's pretty close if you look oh, at it. the front, the front specifically, and the hood. Like he's got like a hood for the mask, and it's like. Hell yeah. Some of that. Yeah, I mean, I gotta say, DC, the one thing they kill, they always nail their suits. Yeah, I always liked in uh, the Justice League uh, cartoon where Flash, Flash always had, like, a hood. So, like, yes. whenever you saw Flash without this, uh, his mask on, which is rare, he always, uh, he always had a, a hoodie. It was always kind of like, when he was wearing the suit, it was also, yeah, like, yeah. a hoodie, where all he had to do was uh, pull the... Uh, the mask up and it's like yep uh, and it looks like they kind of took inspiration from that it'd be really cool one day we got like a batman suit like that because in, in be the cool. bat in the batman cartoon he uh he uh had had that same thing with the uh hoodie and i'm like give me some of that i need some yeah. of that i'm interested to see what else that happens plot wise in the flash i mean we, we see that we have two um different versions of the flash here two ezra millers and i'm curious to see how that's going to work out and the one in the back is wearing keaton's suit with the flash logo spray painted on so that's pretty cool and i'm i'm guessing his suit got destroyed or something coming to this world but it's because originally we heard that what they were doing is the that reverse flash well it might even be reverse flash i'm honestly not sure but Whoever the antagonist is is like a reverse Flash type, but it's really just another Barry in that role. And mm. we already have two here, so is there a third, or is this like one of the Barrys playing the him? I think the guy, the Barry wearing the Keaton suit, is the fake. Is kind of like the the like maybe he's toying with bear. him. Like I don't know. Yeah, or like playing playing yeah. both sides. He's probably playing both sides or something because I don't think they'd have a third. That'd be kind of weird. Yeah. Yeah, I think there's only two. Yeah, so with that said, that would make more sense. And we got a little glimpse of Supergirl, although we don't get to like really see the suit very well, but she is there, and that's cool to see. Um, outside of that, like there isn't too much in the trailer. We just kind of get glimpses of the Batcave a little bit. And like we already said, at the end of the trailer, we have... Mr. Miller seeing the tarp over what is obviously the Batmobile, and he goes, "Holy shit!" And I'm just thinking to myself, "I'm I'm gonna shit myself when we get to that scene, dude." When I when I see the fucking '89 Batmobile again, and I see it in action, I'm gonna fucking cry. <laughs> yeah, that 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 car is iconic. It's, it's not so iconic. Like, it's not iconic. It's not even iconic for. Just, it's not even just iconic for DC. It's also just iconic for movies. Like yeah, movie and it's history. like, and it's funny to think about because it looks so awesome yet so ridiculous. And I'm just imagining this like 
he comes to the DCEU and now that's in this universe. And he's just like going through the streets, mowing down criminals with that shit. And everyone's just like, what the fuck is that thing? Oh, it'd be so it's funny. Batmobile, baby. Oh, but yeah. It's beautiful. But um, yeah, I'm excited for the Flash overall. Okay, I'm worried, but I'm excited more than anything, quite honestly. And I'm hoping that they nail this movie. Because if they do, I'm so in, man. I'm so in for what they're doing. And I like the whole idea of what they're doing with the multiverse here. Because obviously, we don't know what Marvel's doing yet with their stories entirely. We know No Way Home, of course, is multiverse. And that's going to be more probably entirely or most close to entirely in the MCU. I like how this is going to actually another universe and they're going to probably be going to quite a few different universes throughout this movie based on just little tidbits I've heard. But um, yeah, I'm thinking that it's kind of like a multiversal road trip kind of thing. I think that's really sick and I'm, I like that whole concept. I'm hoping we get a little bit of that in multiverse of madness and for Marvel, which I, think we kind of are but i hope they like really lean into it more with i hate i don't want to be this guy but a little bit of fan servicey stuff because when it comes to multiverse you need a little bit of fan service sometimes just 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 to, just to get me a little happy. you need a little bit sometimes but yeah. um yeah the the only issue that i have with the flash movie with the whole uh you know multiverse stuff is you you just talked about things having to be earned. Yep, exactly. And, and That's it's exactly like, it. I wanted uh, Rick Pumayiva's, uh, I hope I said that correctly, uh, I wanted his version of Flash first. It seemed like he had a really great vision for it. And they also hired uh, Phil Lord and Chris Miller at one point, I think. Mm-hmm. And they also had uh, Seth Graham Smith. And it was always, it was going to be, a uh, more straightforward Flash focused movie where he's doing, you know, his forensic yeah, yeah. job, and you know, Cyborg was pretty much. I I, I half think that this is them not panicking entirely necessarily, but it's them saying like, we gotta do something to fix all this stuff, and they didn't know where they else had to, to go. make this movie before Ezra's contract expired, and they also had to fix the universe and those kind. Yeah, like, it's it's a mix of all that I think, and also. I think they also would have loved to get to this multiverse arc before Marvel did, honestly, but Marvel kind of jump-started that earlier than anyone thought, honestly. Yeah, I mean... Because they announced the Flash movie well before, and the multiverse shit well before Marvel was really and get supposedly getting into that, but then we heard, we heard about No Way Home and everything and how the Flash was getting pushed back all the way to, like, end of 2022, and it was like, well, shit, Marvel's about to literally have an entire multiversal arc completed by the time DC even starts theirs, which I was I was not expecting at all. Yeah, I mean, it's just disappointing, disappointing. But you know, I'm sure this yeah. movie will be. I'm sure this movie be will be fun. Yeah. Yeah, but um, let's get into. Well, you have a couple more before we get into the big one we want to discuss, but um. We can briefly talk about these two because there's honestly not as much to discuss here, but Aquaman and the Lost Kingdom, I think that's going to be a really fun movie. I love the first Aquaman, and um, I love James Wan. He's a great director, especially in horror, of course. I love the Conjuring movies, and um, he did, um, did he do Saw, or am I making that up? Who, uh, James Wan? Yeah. Let me check. I believe, I believe. Yes, yes. Yes, yes. 
and I love Saw. I the first one in particular. The first Saw is re- a really good movie, honestly. And yeah, James Wan is a horror legend. Yeah, he's a horror legend. And even his new movie, Malignant, I have mixed feelings about. But like, it was an ambitious movie. I'll give him that. It was a very ambitious movie. And so um, he's created Saw, Insidious, and Conjuring. Yep. I mean, that's that's like those are like all iconic movies in horror. It's amazing and. Now he, him taking on Aquaman was so such an insanely creative choice by DC, and it's paid off so far. I mean, the movie made 1.148 billion at the box office. It was huge, and it deserved to be huge, man. It was such a fun movie, and they didn't, and they were not scared at all to delve deep into this fantasy world and make it feel like it's total fantasy. And that's what the movie was doing best man they it was a legitimate comic book movie in every way shape or form and that's what this movie needed and i'm hoping the next one it doubles down on that while also going into some darker themes as well and i think that's what we're going to be getting i mean james wan already said it's going to be a more mature film but it's also just based on the pictures you can see like it's going to be going into even more fantasy aspects in this world and that's so cool and I'm hoping we see some of the trench, man, because that could be fucking dark. Like that could be some dark, scary stuff. And I, I love seeing directors go to a this kind of genre with a horror background and bring in some of those um, influences. We've seen Raimi do it, as well as a few other directors. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I, I quite like the first uh, Aquaman movie. Obviously, it's not it's not my favorite uh, DCU movie, but I, I enjoy it. It's a fun fun good time and it's a hell of a hell of a visual spectacle oh I mean, like visually it's it's beautiful yeah momo is always fun and yeah i mean good yeah uh, he's, he's just, beautiful i i'm just i'm just like when it comes to aquaman i'm just looking for a good time and they they give it they give it to you and oh, that, sure, that's yeah that's what it is i'm sure exactly that is. i'm sure the sequel is going to be even better and, and the things that could have been improved in the first one are probably going to be improved in the second one and i'm quite looking forward to it and uh it was pretty funny to see an aquaman movie make a billion dollars yeah um, and uh, yeah. the black manta suit looks really cool too how much time in the world does he have what uh, Black Manta. How much time in the world does he have? I might not be getting this. What do you mean? He's got all the time in the world. You don't... Wait, you don't understand the meme that's existed since, what, 2018? Probably not. Okay, so I'm going to explain this to you. Uh, when he's doing the montage with the suit, okay. there's a song that's playing. And so you have all the time in the world. And okay. And so people just thought it was an out of, it was like kind of an out there choice for a song. And and people have just made fun of it for, oh. but like in a good way. And like, uh, it's yeah, yeah, yeah. In its cheesiness, it's uh, kind of almost like a Sam Raimi-esque kind of thing. Yeah, like yeah, a, yeah. Like, so, so yeah, people... Like, if you ask Larry how much time in the world does Black Manta have, he'll get it. Hmm. All right. Um, kind of disappointed that you didn't get it. To be I, I don't, I'm not big into memes, honestly. I'm not. Yeah. Um, <laughs> what's it called? Um, me up, 
yeah, this movie's probably going to be really dope. I'm excited, but um, there's not too much to talk about because they really don't have much to show yet. Like, yeah, they, they didn't really give us much. Did they finish filming? I don't think so, but I could be wrong. They they started wait they started filming July seventeenth, which is my twenty first birthday. Uh, so so now they couldn't have finished in three months. Not not for a movie that big. No, I don't. Or I mean, they may be approaching finishing, but like I don't think they're done yet. And um, I guess we'll just get into the next one. Um, this is the movie I'm probably most excited about in terms of sequels. It's Shazam 2 for Fury of Gods. I mean, Shazam is like my favorite DC EU movie to this point outside of Snyder Cut. I fucking adore it. I think it's so fun. I think it's so it just knows exactly what it is, what it's meant it's to be. And it, it's, it's just so fun. It's so good. It, everything about it is just so pure. I love it so much and the fact that we can already see the next movie is going to raise the stakes it's going to go into more of the lore of everything it's going to get just have even better action it, that's what i needed i needed growth because i love the first movie and i wouldn't change a thing but i it's kind of like what i said with hope with homecoming the movie that precedes it will imp- will partially make decide how i feel about the previous one and that's how i'm going to feel about shazam too because Shazam 1 was great as an introduction to the character. It did that perfectly. Now I need up the level of the stakes and everything in this next one. If it does that, I am happy, and I can already tell it is going to do that. So really, it's just nailing down the story at this point. And I love the cast, man. I really love the cast. I love everybody there. Zachary Levi is just so fucking perfect as um an adult billy man i mean it's like the, the, the kid that plays them you can so it, they feel like the same person man they feel like the exact same person and it's awesome yeah i mean Shazam one was definitely a, a a nice a nice surprise hit for dc critically and commercially they really needed uh a movie that got you know as good of reviews as shazam did uh uh, yeah, I got great know, reviews. Because, like, you know, there's still, uh, if you go online, there's still a lot of DC kind of trepidation from a lot of casual people. Uh, mm-hmm. Like, a lot of people uh, don't know what to expect from DC. Uh, and, and, like, the thing with Marvel is Marvel's worst rece- reception uh, Marvel Studios' worst, worst movie reception that they've ever gotten. Dark World? Is, yeah, some around there, like Dark World, Incredible Hulk, around there. It's, it's ten times as bet, ten times the worst reception that some DC movies have gotten. I mean, Batman versus Superman got absolutely roasted by the critics. And like that movie, I don't did. think it deserved to get roasted as much as it did. I don't so. think it deserved I, to get roasted as much I, as it I, did. What did what did it get? I don't even remember, remember honestly. It got like a twenty six. Like that that's too much. It, it's, yes. it that's like you a score you give to a movie with no thought. Yeah, uh, and you also have to remember that Suicide Squad came out the same year, and that got around the same score. Around yeah, that's bullshit. That's bullshit. Because like you can say what you want about the flaws in Batman v Superman, but like. A lot of thought and care did go into that movie either way from Zack Snyder. Yeah, There's a lot of a, good, and, and, and yeah, and like the action sequences are still really great. 
And and there's still some really great character moments for Ben and Henry Henry's character in the movie. Like it's not a twenty nine. It is not a twenty nine. Yeah, yeah, it's not. It's not that that bad. I would. It, it's like I don't necessarily like the movie. No, I know like, you don't like it, but like that that's like that's well, bad. Like, I can that's I can really agree bad. that it's it's a little too low. Uh, but like you got to remember that Rotten Tomatoes is like the most uh most viewed site for casual movie fans oh, to, yeah. check, to check to see if a movie is good. And when you have two movies like that, that absolutely get roasted to shreds, uh, it's, it damages your brand a yeah. lot. And they, and, and you have to remember like about four or five years earlier, they had green lantern that got torn apart as well. And it's like, uh, we, and man of steel didn't man of steel got mixed reviews. And it's like there there you lose trust when you have a string of uh, critical failures like that. Because uh-huh. you have to admit they're critical failures when they're getting roasted like that. And, you know, they they're still to this day, and especially after Justice League, not not Zack Snyder's Justice League, but the theatrical Justice League. And even Wonder Woman 84 got mixed reviews. There's a lot of hit or miss for for people with DC. Like, it's going to take a while to fully rebuild trust. Mm-hmm. Like, they're going to need more Matt Reeves. They're going to need more like, David Sandberg. I think if they really want to continue to grow, they need to focus on what makes them good. And the things that make them good is their ability to go outside of the DCU and make movies. Like, that's something Marvel doesn't do. They just have their set of MCU movies. The, DC isn't afraid to make these black label movies or go out and do some Elseworld stories. Like that's something exactly. Marvel just hasn't done. And I don't think they plan on doing quite honestly. So with that said, I mean, if you're DC focus on that a little more too, because look at how, look how successful Joker was, man. Look how successful the Batman's going to be. Make keep, keep making some stories like that. Like I were getting a Lex Luthor movie at some point. Like that's sick. Oh, interesting. Uh, do you know who's directing it? Oh, I got big news on the on the show right now. Uh, Wait, what? There have been some Disney, uh, I mean Marvel movie delays. Oh no uh, no 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 no! Doctor no, no. Strange has moved no. to May sixth. What? Twenty twenty two. Where are you seeing? Oh my God! No! Thor: Love and Thunder has moved to July eighth, twenty twenty two. Wow. Black Panther Wakanda Forever has moved to November 11th, 2022. Uh, the Marvels has moved to February 2023, February 27th. Dude, this and, and, and blows. Ant Man and the Wasp moves from February 17th, 2023 to July 28th, 2023. Uh, and three untitled uh, Marvel movies have moved. Uh, from 2023, uh, they've they've been removed from the schedule. Interesting, so they're probably gonna find new dates. There. I am beyond livid at this moment. That's that's a bad break, dude. That is fucking. We're getting. I we went why. getting five Marvel movies next year to fucking three. Three. That hurts so much. 
Oh my God, that is so depressing. And we're going to literally have a five month gap between No Way Home and the next Marvel movie. Yeah, I wonder. I wonder if No Way Home's getting delayed too. No, I don't think so. I they are. I, I think wonder. Are, I could be I wrong. Wonder, like but. why though? Like what? Like why? I don't. I genuinely don't understand what. Yeah, I know this uh, is supposed to be our fandom episode, but we got. We should probably talk about this. Yeah, uh, no, we're gonna have, we're gonna have to. I was uh, not. Expecting yeah, that. that came out of that came out of nowhere. What the? Why though? Like I don't understand. Like I don't understand why. Yeah, I I have no idea why they would. Like I understand COVID and everything, but like we've been past this. We you yeah, just released the thing. You just released Shang Chi on time. Here's the thing. Uh, Doctor Strange and Thor two are pretty much finished. That's what I'm saying. They're they're finished and they're not even gonna be released. It would have been Mar end of March. Like maybe they wanna give No Way Home and Doctor Strange more space. I don't. I don't think I don't think that's it. Three months of space is three plus months of space is more than enough. I think. Then they know that. I don't think it's a spacing issue. That's honestly crazy. Thor, Love and Thunder, all the way to fucking July, and then Black Panther. Then Black Panther is November. Oh my god, that's so. I don't get to see fucking Kang until the end of 2023. Mid 2023. I don't care, dude. We don't even get Fantastic Four now until like mid 2024, probably at least. Oh, the villain from uh, Bad Boys for Life has just been cast. To co-star opposite Leslie Grace and Batgirl. Good for good for him, man. I I don't really. Uh... I want to know why though. Like I want to know the reasons. Like like give me the I, reasons. I just don't know what to think. Like this literally like ruined my entire day. I am so, so upset. So let's go over this again. So we were going to get... Okay, so actually, Doctor Strange only moved about a month and a week. A month and two weeks. So basically six weeks. But like uh, everything else got shifted big. Thor 2 got moved eight weeks. It grows bigger the, and bigger as you move the, on. But the big gap is Wakanda Forever. It got moved... Uh, I don't know. Uh, no, wow, Indiana Jones 5 got pushed to uh, 2023. Jeez. Uh, it was supposed to come out next year, but they're still filming that. Harrison Ford had an injury, uh, but he, he's recovered now. Uh, yeah, Wakanda Forever got pushed four months. Four months. And uh, the Marvels got pushed four months, and Quantumania got pushed five months. And three untitled Marvel films got removed, so they're getting new dates. I mean, well, two got two got removed, but they'll get new dates. And then uh, one, one, one actually moved up. <laughs> one moved from November tenth, twenty twenty three, to uh, November third. So if that makes you feel any better, it doesn't make me feel better. <laughs> uh, uh, and, <laughs> we 
got that one moved up a week, so we got that one. Uh, but I'm so, I'm so, uh, I don't understand why. I mean, to, to, why? <laughs> I, I don't even know what to even talk about. I'm kind of like at a loss of speech. Loss You're speechless. All right. You want to get back to fandom and then if there's any information. Yeah. Yeah. Just go back to fandom. Uh, yeah. Let's just go to the only thing we have left is the Batman at this point. No information left. I mean, no information yet. So, uh, All we'll, right. uh, we'll figure that out. We'll, we'll discuss the Batman a little. So, we've talked about Black M, we've talked about Shazam, we've talked about Flash, we talked about uh, Aquaman 2. And were you on something when we were when that news broke in? I think you were talking about Shazam 2. Yeah, but I, we can move on from Shazam. There's not much to talk about. Your whole vibe just, just no. It kind of died. It kind of just died. But you know what? Batman is the one uh, thing that uh, can revive it a little. Bro, I, I totally understand how you feel, man. Like I t- I'm feeling what you're feeling. Doctor Strange yeah. was literally my most anticipated movie. Knowing that got delayed a month and that the rest of the slate got delayed Six two weeks. Really, it's just it's just kind of depressing. Like, Strange doesn't even hurt that much just because it's only six weeks. But, like, the fact that the entire slate is pushed back as far as it is, like, it means stuff like Fantastic Four gets delayed big time. It means that fucking Quantumania, my first look at Ken the Conqueror, actually gets delayed till July of 2023. That's fucking Mm. long. Like, I was going to see him beginning of 2023, man. That's that's a big blow. Oh. Like oh. I expect, I expected to see Fantastic Four next, not next summer, but two summers from now. Now it might be fucking three summers from now. I mean, uh, on on the bright, yeah, this guy tweeted Adam Bernhardt, uh, Barnhart. On the bright side, I'd say it's safe to say, safe to expect two MCU shows. She holds. Yeah, I was gonna, I was literally about to say the two yeah. shows are. The shows are what have saved us during the, the last. Dude, of if we didn't have the shows, I'd be so fucking bummed. Like the shows because, are one saving grace. Because the thing is, is that they are the ultimate counter to a pandemic. The, these these shows, because you just watch at home. You don't have to go anywhere. You get what I'm saying? So, and like during, especially during WandaVision, when you know COVID, we we barely had like. We were we didn't really have a vaccine yet. I mean, it was just starting to roll out, and like you know, it took a while for people to, for most of the population to get you know vaccinated. So uh, you know, it's really you know. bizarre. Now DC is going to have more releases next year than Marvel. DC has more releases than Marvel. You said. Well, they're going to the actually. Yeah, I never I never thought I'd say that. Uh, yeah, I mean, cool. Uh, <laughs> it's okay. Uh, you know, uh, I'll just discuss, are, let's just discuss are, Batman. <laughs> we are cave time and it, we, we're, we're going to be okay. Uh, we're going to be okay. You know what this means though, is that 2023, we'll probably have like five or six. That's what I said about 2022, man. What's going to hit next? What's going to happen next? Is it going to be COVID-25? Yeah, let's, oh, not, uh, let's avoid that at all costs. 
Uh, let's just go to Batman. All right. We'll I, I, I got I got to talk about Batman to get 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 my spirits up. What's yeah, going? we were gonna probably save Batman for last, but like. I mean, Batman it, is last, basically. Um, we can I probably would, just call it after that. I mean, there are a few things I would like to mention. Okay, uh, we can do that after. Yeah. So the Batman, they released the trailer. Blew our socks off. Yeah, I mean that was one of the best trailers they've ever seen. Period. Yep. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm just I'm dead right now. Uh, why did that have to happen while recording? Why can that? Why can? Yeah, well, I wish it happened after, man. I was like, I was so pumped to talk about the Batman, but now I yep. gotta like force it out a little bit. But yeah. Like, now, now our whole vibe has just just kind of shifted. But yeah, the Batman trailer looks awesome. I loved what they were saying in the interviews as well. I like the idea of a young Batman who, if you remember last year, uh, Matt Reeves talked about how this Batman experiment wasn't necessarily working and that, you know, there's still crime running rampant and, like, he he hasn't become the beacon of hope yet uh, that, he's, that he uh, eventually becomes. He hasn't become that that super heroic kind of Batman. He's been, he's almost doing it in kind of a selfish way a little bit. And, you know, it's just not working yet. And he's got so much anger and is so much, so much rage and it's consuming him. This, this part of himself is consuming him and he hasn't adopted that playboy, you know, persona. He's being Batman pretty much 24 seven, even while he's Bruce Wayne, he's still the only time he's Bruce Wayne is when he has to do Batman stuff without the mask on. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. No, I was going to say, honestly, um, I like that whole take on it. Eventually I would like to get the playboy millionaire. Of course. Yes. Like, that's part of right the, now. Uh, it's no. part of the development. Yeah, exactly. That's all part of development. But for for this first movie, I love how just the entire persona of Batman has consumed Bruce and it's so clear throughout this entire trailer. I mean, this it's going to be a brutal movie and this Batman is going to be the angriest, the deadliest we have ever seen. I mean, this guy has no remorse. He has he's going to have mental illness. He's going to be like he's going to be something else entirely and just watching him beat up these thugs, man, and just the way Selena was looking at him when he was beating up who I presume is Riddler, like he, it must be fucking. She's like, oh shit, he's fucking that guy up. <laughs> and I think like right after too, if I remember right, like it, it pans to like another shot of Jim Gordon like holding a gun, looking like disgusted. And I'm willing to bet that's another shot too of like him watching like Bruce just fucking annihilate somebody. Like I think that we're gonna see some of the most brutal action sequences in this movie, man, within the PG-13 rating because I'm guessing it's not rated R, but I don't know. But um, I've got good news. Yeah, Guardians of the Galaxy three did not move. So when was that going to release? I don't even remember. Uh, it was going to release in May of twenty twenty three. May of twenty twenty. So now we got the Marvels, Ant Man three, and Guardians, and yeah, bro. Uh, maybe yeah. maybe something else. I don't know. Yeah, there's another one scheduled for November of that year. But back to Batman. Yeah. yeah, the the take the reason why like Pattinson has like a, a a weird haircut, and he doesn't look like your traditional you know handsome Bruce Wayne where he's got you know 
gelled up hair and like I mean slick back hair and kind of like that kind of look is like this is a Bruce Wayne that doesn't give a shit about that yet he doesn't he does not care about that like he is he is focused on one thing one thing only and that's being Batman and he's Batman 24 7 and he's showing up to places with bruises on his eyes and, and bruises on his knuckles and like it's gonna cause suspicion, and 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 like he has to eventually create that persona for himself. And well, yeah, he's not doing a good job of hiding it in this first yeah. movie. I mean, he looks no. like everyone said he looks like the kind of guy that would dress up like a bat. <laughs> like, yeah, and like, he literally looks like it, and that's fine. Obviously, I'm just saying. It's and funny. like, and like, don't be surprised if like that's the only, you know, like don't be surprised if if that scene at, at the mayor's funeral is the only is one of the only times that you see Bruce Wayne out of the house without the Batman suit on or without that uh uh that that kind of hood uh what what was he wearing uh it's called the uh he's kind of like roaming around in like a bandana that covers his mouth and a helmet mm-hmm. uh i forgot what it was called drifter drifter the drifter outfit uh you know like He's not going to be Bruce Wayne much in this movie. Like, you're not going to see a lot of full Pattinson. Well, no, it's going to be the opposite of what we've gotten to an extent, like, especially in the Dark Knight trilogy, where, like, when we see, we get the millionaire playboy, and they develop Bruce Wayne a lot more as opposed to developing Batman. And I think this movie is going to be the other way around, where it's a lot of Batman development. And him going into this psychotic rampage to an extent while Bruce is kind of just consumed by it the entire time. While next movie, maybe we start to see a little bit more growth from Bruce's side, hopefully, because Mm -hmm. that's where I would probably take it. Because I'm guessing I'm trying to think because he's he's at the point in his career where he's not Batman because he wants to help people. That's not why he's Batman. Not at this stage in his life. He's Batman because he wants to make these criminals suffer. That's what he's currently doing. Eventually, it's not going to be that. But at this stage, yeah, it's purely yeah, selfish. There are self, there are selfish reasons to why he's doing what he's doing. And he has to kind of reel back his own personal issues and, you know, become something more than himself uh so like and that's 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 always been kind of a a big part of batman if you've ever played you know arkham origins that that arc that's a very similar arc where he's where he's he's more brutal he's and he's does he's not quite that batman that you know values human life as much as he he still won't kill but it's like He's gonna, he's gonna break your leg even if it's not necessary to. And yeah. Just, like he's just like, and you see in the trailer, he's like tasing a guy. It's like, this is a, this is a Batman who's like he's looking to hurt you, and like that's not what you're gonna see in the future with this version after he develops. You're gonna see he's gonna take you down, but he won't, you know, kick you in the face while you're down and. and Break your nose. Uh-huh. Um, I I actually do have an update I should probably give. This is actually probably pretty significant. What? 
this is probably going to affect movies as a whole, actually, not just Marvel. Oh. So, um, it, this isn't like 100% concise, but I think it's kind of clear what they're referencing here. It says, it's an article updated, exhibition, no need to be alarmed. This has nothing to do with a change in distribution strategy, I'm informed. It's all on account of a domino effect that is going on with production and filmmakers. Some titles are contending with finishing scenarios while others are in production, and this is how Disney is solving it. And I'm getting the impression that this could have something to do, despite reaching the agreement, seemingly, something with the potential strike. I could be wrong, but it seems like they're prepping for some type of strike based on that, because it's saying a domino effect based on production and filmmakers. Hmm. So I'm... So it could be something pertaining to that strike that was, again, supposedly worked out, but maybe there's more to it we're not quite aware of yet. I'm interested to see if other movies or companies make decisions like that in the coming days now. Yeah. Uh, but at least we know now it's it's not a COVID thing. Like, it says it's not a change in distribution strategy. So that means it's not relating to like them trying to boost box office numbers or get more space between strategies it's it's not space between movies it's not anything like that yeah and like if they don't if 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 certain scripts aren't ready as well well that might be I like would, more bonus but um, they, they wouldn't delay everything yeah some of this is done filming yeah the issue with the connected cinematic universe is that sometimes you have to when you move one thing you have to move yeah i know it, it's just a thing it's an unfortunate byproduct it is like if like the Batman could come out at any time because it's not exactly to anything and back to the Batman. Uh, I love, 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 love that opening shot. It's very Blade Runner esque. It's very, you know, it's very Gotham. It's almost like, it's almost kind of like the, the cinematic trailers from like the Arkham games in a way. Like, mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't know if you, feel feel but i got that kind of arkham city-esque vibe to it uh, yeah obviously it's gotham city arkham knight as well no you definitely and, get some of those feelings throughout the trailer absolutely yeah you, it's a very interesting aesthetic to the entire trailer honestly like it, it's not this like, looks like this looks like a, a, a gotham city that that is ripped off of the page it's it's just so different from what we've gotten before like i again i I think this is going to be the the most accurate representation of Batman we've gotten to date. Like that's what I'm expecting. Even but I'm not even saying, oh, it's definitely going to be better than The Dark Knight. Even though I honestly think it will be the best. But taking that out of the equation, though, I think that yeah. it's going to be just as accurate as it could be, while also kind of putting its own spin on it. Because this is as dark as a take of. I can imagine on Bruce Wayne, honestly, just like, based on what we know about the plot. Like, I won't, I won't go into it, but what, what I told you the other day, like, it's, it's pretty dark. Like, it is pretty fucking dark. Yeah, and I like that uh, the Penguin is kind of used for comedic purposes. Dude, he, he's basically Robert De Niro. Uh, yeah, he's just like every, uh, every snippet. T- uh, stereotypical Italian actor. It's like, hilarious. Like it, it's like exactly every, what I every, want. <laughs> it, it sounds like every gangster from every mob movie ever. And it's like, yeah, uh, it's, it's just it's a fun take on it. And yeah, yeah. You know, 
He's, Honestly, he's, like, he's completely unrecognizable. Yeah. Unrecognizable, man. I mean, I think this movie is going to fucking get a ton of awards. Like, yeah. I can see it getting cinematography, makeup, best act. I can definitely see some Oscar nominations, honestly, because this is a this cast has so many big names. I mean, it's just pure. Bum, bum, I would say bum, forever. Bum. Oh, score two, yeah, score two. Yeah. I mean, the score is this might this is definitely my favorite Batman theme. I think honestly, I think this is probably my favorite main theme. I mean, obviously, a lot of people love the '89 one. Even I do too. I think it's amazing, but. This is just so epic and so grandiose. And like, it's, I could, I wouldn't change a thing about it. I'm curious to see more than anything the other music in the movie. Cause there's sometimes there are like movies where you have this great theme for the hero and then the rest of the like, the score is kind of lackluster. And as a movie, like a big music junkie, I'm really hoping they don't just mail it in after the, uh, the main theme, but I I'm, I don't think they will though. I mean, Matt Reeves is very detailed. I'm sure he and Giacchino worked out a lot of stuff regarding the music together. Yeah, I'm sure. Like he seems like a very hands-on director. Definitely, no, he so, definitely. Like, and like they're 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 good friends, and he trusts he trusts Mike. So and you know they they did show another uh, TV spot, which I saw for the first time on TV. So like I was like, oh shit. Oh shit! Because I was watching football and and it came on, and it was like a minute and it and it had a different score to it and it was it was very cool, it was it was very very cool. It sounded great. Uh, so yeah, I mean, it seems like Michael Giacchino brought his A game to this, and you know, who wouldn't want to bring their A game to a Batman movie directed by one of his best friends? Like I would, you know, I would do that. Uh, so yeah, uh, the music sounds great. And, uh, yeah, I mean, we, I'm just so excited for this movie, man. And, uh, what I'm, I don't, the one thing, one thing, here's what I'll say. The one thing I'll say is I do wish, I do wish we got more Riddler and I find it hilarious how they, that it's clearly just Paul, Paul Dano's face and they won't show it. And it's like, we know what Paul Dano looks like. And they won't show. Yeah, I know. Like, like, let me let me like, see Paul Dano's think, face. I don't think they have like he has like any scars or anything or any details. No, like that. no, I don't think so either. I it's just Paul Dano's face, and they won't show. It's hilarious. And I, I think I think what they're doing. I think what they're doing is that Paul Dano is one of the best actors working in Hollywood right now, but not a lot of people know him like oh yeah he's not he's not an a-list guy yet and like i think this is gonna be one of those that that really it's gonna change his career yeah like it, i hope paul knows what he's getting into when you sign up for a franchise like this and i love paul as an actor he seems like a great guy as well yeah um, man he's so good i i cannot wait to see him in this movie i think he's probably gonna be like when like he was cast when he was cast as Riddler, it was one of the more automatic holy shit yes things I've ever reacted to in my it's life. It's just so perfect. I, I can't imagine another person playing him right now. It's just exactly who you'd want in that role, especially in this more of a zodiac killer kind of role with the Riddler. It's it's a very cool interpretation. I'm super into it and that's probably 
my one of the most exciting parts of this film, just seeing how Paul Dano portrays this character. But honestly, the one thing that's intriguing me the most right now, I'm very in- interested to see the development of the relationship between Selena and Bruce in this movie. Like, oh, yeah. It's, it, that seems very... It, it seems like her role's going to be more prominent than I even anticipated, honestly. I could be wrong. I'm just getting that vibe. Like, she's going to have a very significant role throughout this movie. And I think that... um it might be it seems like she might honestly be part of what keeps him calm at times like his demeanor around her seems very relaxed and you don't really see very relaxed shots of batman very often in any of these trailers man but with her yeah like he's always at ease yeah exactly i was just about to say i mean uh this kind of seems like it seems like selena brings him down to earth Exactly, like, and it, I, and bring, I think that's really smart. I like that is, a lot. She is the medicine to the issue, basically. And I think that throughout this trilogy, it's he's just going to keep getting more "quote unquote" medicine, potentially in the form of Robin, maybe. Give me Robin. Okay, okay, you said it. I'm gonna get. You know, I have to do this. You know, I have to say it. What? There's one thing that I need from this Batman universe okay now in the nolan universe you can understand kind of why there wasn't robin well no it, it, it makes sense and then for that universe it could have been a little silly yeah but in this oh, universe in this in this universe because be, even though it's a grounded and realistic take on gotham we still have a an armor a chest plate a chest piece armor that can take direct machine gun fire and not harm back so they are still doing something very comic booky. Okay? If you can do that, you can do Robin. It's time to bring in Dick Grayson and especially this version of Bruce Wayne, like like you just said, I think this version of Bruce Wayne would benefit from a Dick Grayson more than any other Batman ever ever had or ever would. That is my yeah. rant. No, no, no. I absolutely agree with you. I mean, we've been waiting for so long to get a, a kid being brought into Robert Pattinson's life. It would be absolutely incredible. And I'm so excited for that to potentially happen because I think it is going to happen. It's just, the only question is, I'm not sure how they're going to do it, because just based on how because I know kind of how this movie is going to end already. Like the question becomes more of how does Robin in my head fit? into this next sequel because based on what i know i'm not sure where he quite fits in honestly like i'm not totally sure as of now maybe reeves has something in mind maybe he doesn't honestly maybe he's waiting even longer to bring robin in but i don't know where he would fit in this sequel based on where it seems to be heading i don't care you just fit that motherfucker right in there don't care do it nice do it like just like make him like 15 16 17 all right he doesn't have to be eight years old like he was in the comics okay you just make him you know high he's school te- kid yeah yeah he's yeah a nice you give him a bow staff give him some of that uh bulletproof armor he's an athlete let him flip around just do it okay because like it's batman and robin I think we need to remember that. I think, you know, we've seen so many solo Batman movies where it's just Batman. But we got to remember, it's Batman. Dot, dot, dot. 
and Robin. And I've got bad news. What? Uh, well, this is unconfirmed. This is completely unconfirmed. That this may nope, nope. That was just a joke. That was just a joke for now. Just a joke for now. Okay, we're we're back on Batman. We're back on Batman because I thought I just saw something that said Spider-Man got delayed, but it seems like that person was just trolling. So uh, okay, so we're good. Uh, yeah. Uh, back back to Batman. Uh, give me give me Robin. That's all I'll say. Uh, just. You know, like I just said, make him a teenager, give him some of that bulletproof armor and, you know, let him be a catalyst towards Bruce Wayne uh, going towards the light instead of the dark. Uh, That's what Dick Grayson has always been. Dick Grayson is his first son. So and he's very important. And I will hammer that home for years. Okay. yeah, you're you're absolutely right. I mean, he needs to be in this because this is the, the Bruce that we've seen that needs dick more than oh wow that was a bad choice of words but um he needs this robin is, more uh, than any other bruce needs dick so yeah Selena. he needs more rob he needs a robin more than any other batman we've seen to this point and it's not even close can you imagine this version of bruce wayne who is like like uh matt reeve said this this bruce wayne is right now at this point is a Rocks uh, is a rock star living in a decaying manner, a reckless rock star living in a decaying manner, Wayne Manor. And can you imagine that version of Bruce Wayne uh-huh. witnessing a kid, witnessing a kid, witnessing his parents being yeah. murdered at a circus? It would be absolutely insane. It'd be something the else. The trauma, the horror, the trauma, the it would be. It would be, you know, one of the great comic book movie scenes to see the yeah. Robert Pattinson's reaction to the death of the Graysons. And you're like, you're totally, you're totally right, man. Give, I, if you I'm can give me that in like Batman Two or Batman Three, do it. I love how none of these criminals could shoot Batman in the face. Yeah, we should get a better aim. Uh, like, like that's literally the one spot you need to shoot him in. But none of them can get him there. That you can't. They or can't the dick. It. No, his dick's probably protected. Do you think he wears like a bulletproof cup? Yeah. Why wouldn't he? I would. <laughs> if I were back. I would. <laughs> yeah. I'm not, I'm not taking any chances there, man. Uh, <laughs> I can't. I can't. Oh my god. Uh, don't even get me started. Yeah, moving on, moving on. But um, uh, and also, I just want to note, man, the ending of the trailer is like the coolest thing I've ever seen in my life. It's oh, like, yeah. dude, fucking penguin getting away. <laughs> I got you, I got you, and the fucking muscle yeah. car Batmobile just fucking comes through the flames and rams into him, dude. It's like the coolest shit. And the yeah, thing Batman, is, you know oh, exactly, so cool. you know exactly what's about to happen when he was and, taunting. Yep, exactly. You knew, you knew that Batmobile was flying through there, and <laughs> then when it hits, it's like, <laughs> you dumb, dumb. You're just this is a penguin who doesn't quite know what he's dealing with. And it just thing. makes me think, dude. Imagine Batman just fucking walking towards you. You're in an upside down car, and you see him coming out of the fucking flames. Just walking with that fucking cape, like, holy shit. Like, dude, that is, like, 
that's horrifying. I, like I would absolutely shit myself. And, I, and if I'm if I had to guess right now, that's gonna probably be the last scene we get with Penguin in that movie before he goes to jail or something. If I had to guess, that's probably gonna be him bringing him in. Yeah, it seems like uh, seems like Arkham is in the uh, the movie. By the oh way. yeah, I would so, I would think so. And that's probably I where think, we're gonna get a couple teases. Yeah, I think Arkham is gonna be for you know people with mental illness and i think i think they're gonna do both blackgate prison and arkham asylum and and Uh arkham it's gonna be arkham hospital i believe but yeah they can just you know change the name if they want uh yeah 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 so like i believe penguin because penguin isn't like criminally insane i think you can have him go to blackgate but you can have some more psychologically uh uh tormented villains let's just say like riddler uh who has like obsessed obsessive compulsive disorder and he murders people uh, he, he goes to arkham <laughs> it's like yeah this guy this guy may need a teeny teeny bit of help so yeah and i like you know what i like uh boy i can't i can't say because it's a spoiler it was talking about the spoiler that one of the spoilers that you sent me uh it's not it's not a major spoiler, but like I don't, I don't think I want to say it now. Yeah, probably not. Uh, but yeah, like let's just say the E Edward Nigma name makes sense due to his background. Yeah, that's good. Uh, yeah. Uh, so like Edward Nashton really is an Enigma in a way. So, but yeah. Uh, I'm just very happy with the trailer. All the action looks really great. And you know what benefits, you know what's such a benefit is having an actor like Rob who is very clearly doing a lot of the stunts. Like oh, he's doing, yeah. like he, he, you can do, he's doing a lot of in-camera stuff. Like, uh, that's basically all him. He's doing, I mean, obviously he can't do some of the more dangerous stuff for insurance reasons, but like, He's doing as much like hand to hand combat as possible. That's him in that suit, and and like he's doing it. He did that fight scene with uh, in the rain against those guys with the makeup on on Halloween, and like that that's all him. You get what I'm saying? And like yes. that's just such a benefit to have. He couldn't be more dedicated to his work, man. He is so good at what he does, yeah. and he worked out too. He worked yeah, out. Yeah, no, no, no. He's he's big, man. He is big. He's in shape. He He's going to kick some uh, fucking ass. He made, you know, he made a joke about, you know, uh, these, these superheroes, they want to get, they, they all want to get big. Not me. I'm not, I'm not getting big. And he's, it, it was very clearly a joke. He's always been a very clear kind of jokester. That's his personality. And like, like, he's just not, he doesn't take himself seriously at all. And, uh, you know, but you know, he's very dedicated to his work. So he worked out. He looks great. Looks great in the suit. And uh, the Batman voice is very good because you can audibly hear what he's saying for the most part. And, you know, like he's not growling. And that's that's always a benefit, honestly, when you can understand what Batman is saying. You know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, you're, you're I love the voice. Honestly, I think the, this is the best Batman voice we've gotten to. It feels it's got a cool voice. No, it's it's like intimidating while also like it sounds like Pattinson, but it's just enough where you can feel the intensity in his voice. And 
I think it's clear too, like you said, it's clearer than like what Christian Bale had. It's a good balance. I like where his voice is currently. Yeah, at. it's that middle ground between. Yeah. And exactly. <laughs> exactly. Like, he's not. He's not George Clooney, where George Clooney was saying, "Hi, freeze, I'm Batman," and just uh, his George Clooney voice. But it's not Christian Bale going, "Oh, it's like, it's like, yeah, we don't, we don't need that, but we also need you to do." Uh, some variation of a voice to distinguish your identity. Yeah. And, and he did, and he nailed that. He nailed that. Uh, obviously, uh, there were a few kind of complaints about the scene where he punches the uh, the glass and he's like, what have you done? And it's like, that's not on Rob. And also in a alternate trailer, the they fix that. They fix that audio where it's more clear. Yeah. And so like, that'll be, that'll be clear to hear in, and it's also like they took it's kind of a weird edit that some some things in the trailer were kind of edited a little weird. There were a little too there was a little too much going on with like certain sound effects and stuff. But like that that won't be in the movie, but they're like trailer sound effects. And it's like that in the movie, it's kind of like showing uh, the uh, the interrogation scene from The Dark Knight where he's just where he's just yelling. Where are they? Where are they? It's like. uh Okay, that was kind of a weird. It was like cutting into that and then cutting out of it. It's like, uh, uh, uh what's going on there? It's like, uh, what did he say? Where, where's who? Is he talking about? Is it's like kind of showing showing the climax of the conversation. Mm-hmm. This is pretty funny. Uh, but yeah, it's pretty cool to see uh, uh, Pattinson's Batman uh, punt, uh, kind of have uh an interrogation scene. Uh. Yep. and I love the detective vibes, man. Give me that. Like, I love all of it. Yeah, just give me all of it. You know what's funny though? I I do have to say that screenshot of Angry Pattinson as he's punching the glass and he sees <laughs> teeth, and he's got these British teeth, and he kind of he kind of almost has cartoon character teeth, like kind of like you ever see the show like Big Mouth? Yeah. <laughs> it's kind of he's got kind of like big mouth teeth and it's like he's got he's very he's very clearly a british man uh and but yeah i mean come on uh if, if people are gonna complain about his teeth though like let's let's not do that okay uh don't do that uh you know he's fine uh but yeah his performance is gonna be incredible and uh one last thing that i'd like to talk about uh for the batman is uh well two two things uh one circus looks great b two uh we haven't seen carmine falcone yet but the the second thing that i wanted to talk about was the test screenings that that took place and everyone's calling it a masterpiece the people that have seen it call it a a, a three-hour masterpiece close to three-hour masterpiece and i'm like yeah uh and and the, the hype for this movie is only increase because of those reactions and i just wanted to hear you know your thoughts on uh people actually seeing this movie before us and uh you know uh where it's painful it's painful i mean i i want to see it so bad and you know knowing that this is going to be like a close to a three-hour detective story just fucking insane i mean the, I'm just so happy more than anything that Reeves is getting the freedom to do something like that. Like the hand, they, there's nothing stopping him from doing what he wants at all. WB is giving him full creative freedom and that's the way it needed to be, man. Otherwise he was going to walk and I respect that so much. He is. Yeah. Yeah. He's an excellent filmmaker. And I think that 
the fact that this movie got like a standing ovation too was just so cool. I mean, I'm sure in my theater when I see it in March, they're gonna get a standing ovation then too. I mean, it that I have that much faith in the movie. I think everyone's gonna love it so much, and I am I'm just so ready. I need it now, and I'm pumped, man. But do you have anything else you want to talk about with that movie? I mean, I kind I think we kind of covered our bases here, but um, up to you. Uh. Uh, I've got, I feel like I've said all I've needed to say. Uh, I have um, a small piece of Marvel news if you want it. Okay. Um, there is, well, obviously this is, this was acquired previously too, before the, this news, but it was Fantastic Four and a Nova project. We're going to start production in 2023. Well, is that, is that, is that good news or is that bad news? I'm going to say it's good in for Nova because that's exciting. But Fantastic Four just got, yeah, it got pushed to 2024. So that's. But not... I will say that actually sounds, that probably sounds like it was updated news, honestly. Like, this is coming from uh, Casey Walsh. He, he got the news like a week ago about the, when these projects were going to be in development. He's year 2023, which sounds like he got that after they probably decided already because if, if they hadn't it wouldn't start production in 2023 because that would mean 2024 is best case scenario for a release at that point. So mm. it's, it's probably still accurate. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I'm, I'm just, I, I thought you were going to hurt me with no, uh, more Marvel news because uh, I've already been hurt enough today. So, yeah. All right. So, Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I guess we do want to discuss a couple things from other things from fandom you had in your mind. Uh, yes, I did. We, we I did. We, yeah, we don't need to go too deep into it though. Just kind of like a little run through I'm of a couple kind, things. I'm kind of dumb, but yeah, I did say what I was gonna. gonna yeah. Say. <laughs> uh, but uh, you know, congratulations to Titan and Doom Patrol because they got renewals. Uh, yeah, t- Titans. Them. Titans gets a season four. I believe Doom Patrol gets a season four as well. So congratulations to them. Uh, you know, we'll get the uh, Titans review. We'll review the rest of the season soon enough. Uh, once, once that finishes on Thursday, I'll pro- we'll probably do one next week uh, to, to wrap that up. And we'll wrap up What If as well. Uh, uh, Wonder Woman 3 got announced officially. Patty Jenkins is back back Gal Gadot's back uh you know they didn't give it many details just that it's coming and uh you know I would assume probably 2023 2024 around there and that'll probably wrap up the trilogy so we may be looking for another Wonder Woman (laughs) uh yeah uh and uh Batgirl and Static Shock uh are officially announced and Blue Beetle also showed some concept art and the concept art looks sick uh it seems like ted cord's gonna be in it that's really cool and uh yeah uh i just wanted to shout out these movies the batgirl suit uh batgirl is gonna have red hair so yep uh that's that's pretty neat uh leslie gray seems like an awesome fit for the character and i haven't seen any of her work but i'm gonna definitely check check out some of her work uh you know but she seems like a lovely person and uh and and you know I have full faith and 
the directors and, and their vision and the concept art look fantastic. It looks exactly like how a Batgirl movie should look. So I'm all in on that. And, you know, Michael B. Jordan's producing a Static Shock movie. That's always cool. Yeah, it's a lot of cool news, man. I'm really excited for all of it. And I guess I'm more depressed because I just saw a tweet that's so true. Secret Invasion probably delayed to 2023 now, too, because, you know, it connects with the Marvels directly. So that's a bummer. Mm. Yeah. Uh, oh, well, uh, that's like if you're talking to me about like things that I care about and things that Wait, I Wait, that, one, that one's a little lower, but I think when it comes out, though, I'm going to really be into like, it. Like, I'll watch it. Like, I'll watch it. It's just that. It's not like I don't I don't necessarily like I don't I can't say I care about that. It's, I'm telling you, it's it's gonna be one of those things where you're gonna care when you watch it, but you won't care leading up to it. I guarantee you. Mm, yeah. Uh. But, yeah. I don't care. Uh. It's it, it's just like. I, Captain Marvel is definitely in my lower tier of uh, MCU movies. It just, you know, and like, I like Brie Larson a lot. I think she's a good Captain Marvel. And like, uh, uh, I'll give the, uh, I'll give the sequel, the Marvels, and uh, a second chance. I think, you know, I believe Nia DaCosta is directing that. So like, she's, she's great. So I, th- uh, I think that'll be a decent movie. I mean, I am, what's it called? I, yeah. I actually don't hate Brie Larson as an actress. She's, she's actually very solid. If you see some of her other work, she just needs, uh, she needs the right material. And I think yeah, could she, really like, like her, like they just need to let her show emotion. And like, she, she really kind of fell. Have, um, have you ever seen room? I've not, I will. I will. If you, if you want to see her at her she's best. Great. She's great. She's great. Yeah, she's great. She just doesn't she doesn't get a whole lot to do to do <laughs> yeah. to like like she just like she's got to do more like like get like make 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 her like make like let's care about Carol the way we care about, you know, Tony and uh, Steve Rogers and Bucky and uh, Sam like let's let's get her on that level. Uh I'm yeah. all I'm all for that. So like, even though I don't necessarily care now, I'm gonna have the decency to watch watch the shows and the movies and you know give them a second chance. And uh, you know I hope uh, I hope that hope that movie's great. I do. And uh, yeah. Anything else you want to discuss, or are you good? Uh, I think we're good. I think we're good. Blue Beetle looks great. I like I said. Uh, I'm just very happy with it all, and uh, I think the last last things that I would like to say is like, a the Flash wrap filming, congratulations to them, and b yep. uh, Michael Rosenbaum and Tom Welling, the stars Uh-oh. of Smallville, are going to uh, pitch to Warner Brothers a Smallville animated series, and uh, you know, I need that's, it. That's really really cool, and it's. Uh, uh, DC Fandom Day was the uh, 20th anniversary of Smallville, and Smallville is also coming out on Blu-ray. I believe it's already it may be already up. It's got a complete box set of all the episodes, and it's it's on Blu-ray now. And uh, yeah, and also Superman, uh, words <laughs> Superman Superman the animated series is also. The complete series is out on Blu-ray as well. It's coming out yep. within the next week or two. 
So, yeah, if you want your fix of Superman, there you go. And, uh, yeah, so, like, that's all I have to say. Yeah, me Robin too. and one of the Batman sequels. And yeah. uh, I'll, see, I'll see you later. All right, well, this has been great as always. But until next time, this has been another episode of Cape Time. See you, everybody. Peace.